the love of your fate, to love everything that is happening to you, because it is happening. No judgment, just love. The concept of Amarfati is used to describe an attitude in which one sees everything that happens in one's life, including suffering and loss, as good, or, at the very least, necessary. I love this, necessary, almost like there is no escaping the destiny that serves us, the life that we are living. Why fight it? Why resist? My name is Michael Shikitano, and this is Right Here, Right Now, a podcast to inspire the learner inside each of us. In a world that is full of so much information, we will help find and package that information so that you can use it in your lives every day in practical ways. And in each episode, we will remind you of the importance of being present and mindful of your daily thoughts, actions, and interactions. It is truly the most vital step to learning and growth, being mindful and present right here, right now, to take on life's challenges and turn them into life's lessons. So come on this venture with us, a new beginning, a new journey that starts right here, right now. Welcome back, people. I am Michael Shikitano, your host of Right Here, Right Now. Today, we bring you another in our wonderful new and exciting series of mindful moments. I have to tell you that these are very invigorating and energizing to create. It's like each one of these ideas sparks the action to create an episode, and then this spills over into the desire and craving to create more and more for each of you. This wonderful community of learners and listeners and lovers of philosophy, right? Our undying love of knowledge. I hope you have enjoyed the Mindful Moments series. And it would mean a lot to me if you could take a moment to share these episodes with someone you care about. The sharing makes me feel like we are helping more and more people become more and more aware of the importance of our mindful moments and the things we can be aware of and work on with disciplined minds to be more mindful and present in our lives. Today, we will be getting philosophical again. These ancient teachings get me so excited. When you think about how long-lasting these ideas and beliefs have been, When I read the teachings of some of the Stoic philosophers, I picture them in small groups, casually yet intensely talking about these subjects as someone scribes the insights and highlights of the spoken words of wisdom. Fascinating to me that these ideals and practical words of wisdom have been gifted to each of us over the many centuries, surviving war and disease and famine and strife and thriving through times of peace and tranquility and good health and plenty and joy. What these insights have endured, the teachings themselves are resilient, if you think about it, as they teach us about how to live a good life. 
which of course includes ways in which we can all be a bit more resilient. So to sort of set the mood, guess what? I will begin with some quotes in our mindful moment today, and in the spirit of Stoicism today, in learning how we can deal with adversity, the Stoic teachings involve more than a lack of blame and complaint. The Stoics seek to meet whatever they can't avoid with a welcoming spirit. And this from Seneca, whatever happens, let your mind suppose it was bound to happen and do not rail at nature. Epictetus, don't insist that what happens should happen as you wish. Wish that things happen as they actually happen. Then your life will go well. And this is from Nietzsche, uh, who's not quite a Stoic. He's a philosopher from a, a much more recent time period in the 1800s. And he wrote, my formula for greatness in man is amor fati, the fact that a man wishes nothing to be different, either in front of him or behind him, or for all eternity. Not only must the necessary be born and on no account concealed, all idealism is falsehood in the face of necessity, but it must also be loved. So today, Let's get stoic here. Let's get philosophical here, people. Let's be mindful of our moments where we can pause and reflect and discern judgment in our hectic lives and how we can employ these virtues to live a good life. That is all that the Stoics ever expected in their students, right? Any philosopher, right? To live a life that is worth living with intention and a deliberate approach, paying attention and taking the lessons in our lives forward with each experience we endure. Amr Fati is the subject of today's mindful moment. Amr Fati is translated to love of one's fate. And this, people, is not an easy concept to embrace, right? Through all the difficult and challenging times and the suffering and pain we have all endured, Though let's get curious in this mindful moment to see what we can learn to help us on our way to being better people. People who can respond and be better with each of our challenges every day. The love of your fate, to love everything that is happening to you, because it is happening. No judgment, just love. The concept of Amarfati is used to describe an attitude in which one sees everything that happens in one's life, including suffering and loss, as good, or at the very least, necessary. I love this, necessary, almost like there's no escaping the destiny that serves us. Why fight it? Why resist? Wasted energy to fight or resist, perhaps, here. This, again, is not easy. When we consider the tragedy and the loss the suffering. Of course, this is not about the absence of feeling badly, nor is this about covering up the emotions that are stirred up within when we encounter the difficulties in life. However, what if we look at all things, all events, all experiences, as an opportunity to learn and grow and become better, not in spite of the experience, but because of it? A somewhat difficult shift here 
in mindset or perspective, depending on the gravity of the challenge or the difficulty we face. We might think of this as loving everything that we experience as we turn it into an advantage for us, a lesson, a new outlook on the next steps in our life. This is a method or approach to life we can attempt to employ on a path to being or becoming more resilient, perhaps, or perhaps better than before, which is more closely aligned with the concept of being anti-fragile. This notion of anti-fragile is somewhat new to me, coming from the book Anti-Fragile by Nicholas Talib, and may be a bit difficult to understand, obscure even here. At least it's been difficult for me. So bear with me here, people. I'm going to give it a try. To begin to understand this concept, let's examine the dichotomy here. Sometimes this helps uh, to understand a new concept or thought, at least it helps me. The fragile person wants tranquility or order. The anti-fragile person grows from disorder. Anti-fragility is not quite resilience. The idea of resilience is that one would not break nor improve necessarily after the setback. A bounce back perhaps is a good way to think of resilience. So maybe if we think of this bounce back metaphor, the resilient response, it's a good response, but let's talk about this. The resilient response is, let's say we fall And let's think of the trampoline that we fall on as all of our tools we have developed in order to manage in life. And that trampoline gets us to bounce back with enough potential energy to get to the same height in which we fell from. That's a pretty good thing. The anti-fragile response is that we fall and the potential energy that is stored up allows us to reach new heights perhaps with built-up potential energy from your learning and lessons from difficulties in the past. The anti-fragile person has learned and adapted by storing up the energy to crave the challenge when we know we can reach new heights when faced with a quandary. And, And really, I came across this thought as I was writing this episode and really trying to compare and contrast Amr Fati with anti-fragility and this new concept of the potential energy in terms of the anti-fragile response versus resilience we've been looking for. It's gotten me excited and I really liked it and I hope you guys enjoy it and understand it as well. So the anti-fragile subject is not only unbreakable, but benefits from, takes advantage of the stresses and trauma. So let's think of these concepts together now, right? Amrafati and anti-fragility. Let's consider that we would need the challenges and stress in our lives with the right mindset and tools here, people, that you are cultivating and manifesting right here, right now. We come to expect and rely on these challenges to help unleash the better and more authentic versions of ourselves. The idea again here, people, It's complex. The fragile person or system seeks a smooth path with very few unexpected perturbations. 
until the inevitable crisis shows up, and this would likely cause the fragile person or system to be thrown completely into an intolerable swing of chaos. Perhaps one that might not be overcome or seemingly impossible to bear since the fragile person likely sought the easy path over time and now knows little in how to be with the challenges that we know we all will face. The anti-fragile person seeks and perhaps looks to embrace the challenges, maybe even an active pursuit of chaos to be ready as the constant imbalance or seemingly steady flow of errors or challenges prepares the individual or system for the crisis, which does not become a catastrophe as she has been preparing for the next moment of disharmony with each challenge, right? I like to think of this maxim that I've come across during pretty turbulent times in my life, and here it is, calm seas never made for a skilled sailor. The challenges are handled by the still and steady approach of the skilled sailor. The sailor becomes skilled because the rough seas prepares them. The sailor that circles the port and never discovers the adventures that await in the rough seas that lie ahead never learns how to steer the ship through a rough storm or tempestuous seas. This sailor is deprived of the experience and robbed of the capacity to become a more skilled sailor for the rougher seas that he may face. So here we even learn that not only are we not growing in this steady and calm state, we're not thriving. We're also not experiencing life's joyous pleasure because we are afraid of what might come to be. We play it safe. So perhaps the notion of anti-fragility can help us understand the philosophy of Amrfati. We love all things that happen to us when we embrace the notion that we will be better because of them. And let's remember in this mindful moment, the words of a writer, W. Somerset Moham, the passing moment is all that we can be sure of. It is only common sense to extract its utmost value from it. So when life gets difficult, at least think back on the concept of what we might learn, how we might grow with the challenge that is given to us. Gifted to us, perhaps, if we reach new heights of this stoic principle of Amrfati. Maybe easy to digest when things are going well, but let your present and mindful approach allow you to slow down and be better prepared to respond in your calm and steady way. And know that this approach takes work here, people. So be easy on yourself. Let's not compound the challenges with being hard on yourself if this becomes too difficult. Get help from those that care for you. Be a help to those you care for. And use these mindful moments as tools to better prepare you on your journey. Right here, right now. Thank you all for listening. Please share these episodes with someone that you care about. It really would mean a lot to me. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time, right here, right now.